Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it's our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the, mag- through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are going to be talking about guilty pleasure jazz, uh, cheesy jazz, uh, stuff that you would probably never imagine would be in Dr. Jazz's music library, but yet there it is. And we've got 25 of the absolutely liquid gold cheesiest tracks for you. Some by artists who are quite revered and respected, who are giants of jazz. Uh, There's others that I'm going to make you scratch your head and go, why does he have that? And there's others, other tracks that you're just going to sit there and go like, huh, I've never heard that ever before. And the reason this came about is, um, believe it or not, I'm a big Thundercat fan and he's got a new album that's coming out. And I was revisiting his album, Drunk, and there's a track that is just so smooth. I mean, that's the only way to describe it, is that it's smooth, and it features, out of all people, Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. That's right, like two of Yacht Rock's greatest, you know. And um, So that's what this whole episode is about, just having fun, kicking back. So prepare to laugh, prepare to giggle, prepare to scratch your head. Prepare to just go, what the hell? So grab a drink, settle in, and let's have some fun.
But no one can tell their worlds apart We'll live or die, just take the ride
dance it, dance it. Tweet it, 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 tweet Da 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 da
song roof garden i'm actually very partial to that tune because i used to um listen all the time to a jazz radio station back in my hometown and every morning when i was taking a shower i just put on the radio and it was wjab jazz on the hill and they would always play stuff in the morning that was so weird it, it that was one of the songs was roof garden by Al Jarreau, and so now that I'm older, I have a, a sentimental spot for Al Jarreau. So, there you go. Um, before that, we heard Night Flight, and I might add, it's spelled N-I-T-E-F-L-Y-T-E. Night Flight. And we heard If You Want It. <laughs> 1979 Yacht Rock synth funk disco band that includes among many others David Sanborn on the alto sax uh, Howard Johnson and Phyllis Hyman on backing vocals uh, God let's see I'm just I'm trying to go through the big 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 names here uh, Howard Johnson's also on lead vocals Sandy Toronto is on lead vocals uh, it was orchestrated by Onage Allen Gums, who played piano with Woody Shaw. Um, Michael Brecker was on the tenor saxophone, and Randy Brecker was on the trumpet. So, yes, even the most serious of jazz guys can get downright 
cheesy. Um, <laughs> and then we opened up the set with um, the Thundercat tune that I opened up and I was telling you about, which is uh, Show You the Way, which not only features Thundercat, but it also features Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. Loggins! <laughs> um, on his album, Thundercat's album, Drunk. And there's some really interesting interviews where they interview Michael McDonald on YouTube about the collaboration with Thundercat. And it, <laughs> he totally looks uncomfortable. <laughs> so, All right. So what we're doing is we're spotlighting guilty pleasure, super cheesy uh, songs that you that you never thought that Dr. Jazz would have in his collection. But that's exactly what we're doing. So we're having fun here. It's nothing serious. Uh, but let's mellow out just a little bit in this next set. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
lady starts to cry. The lady wants to know the reason why. That is just like Coltrane. Baby's just like Miles. The lady's just like Helen when she smiles. Wants to know. She wants to know the reason. Got to know the reason why this man has got to go. This man is always leaving. How he hates to say goodbye. What she doesn't know is there really is no reason. Really.
the great Donald Byrd with Think Twice from his album Stepping Into Tomorrow. Absolute cheesy goodness. I love Donald Byrd. I'm not going to deny it. I love his straight ahead stuff on Blue Note. And I dig that stuff too on Blue Note. So, Donald Byrd, Think Twice. Obviously in care of the Mizells by this point. (laughs) Before that, we heard Michael Franks with The Lady Wants to Know from his album Sleeping Gypsy, which also features a tenor sax cameo by the great Michael Brecker yet again. (laughs) Michael Brecker is quite a recurring theme, you know, within this thing. Uh, And within a lot of studio, uh, you know, cats i mean he was he was not only a great jazz guy and a great jazz innovator who definitely took after coltrane harmonically speaking but michael brecker was definitively a studio guy too and he made a lot of appearances um and then we started off the set with bob james bob james is uh a jazz legend i mean bob james You'd never know it listening to Angela, which was the theme from Taxi from his album Touchdown. Uh, and he's also the keyboard player for Foreplay, the you know contemporary jazz group. Um, you'd never guess this, but Bob James actually started out as an avant-garde pianist. Yeah, he was kind of in that Cecil Taylor camp. Yeah, that uh, Burton Green, Cecil Taylor, you know, that sort of uh, actuel albums and all that. Yeah, and um, then he kind of started becoming a studio cat and playing with cats like Chet Baker, you know, in the 70s, and Paul Desmond, and then, you know, he was part of that whole CTI thing. So he got Creed Taylorized, and... um, and he's still kicking, actually. And Bob James is just... Uh, I just saw a commercial on YouTube the other day that he's offering a master class. Uh, so if you want to learn, you know, some tricks from Bob James, check that out. Um, okay, so we are going to take a walk down memory lane for me. These are three tunes that I remember playing in high school jazz band. And... <laughs> We never thought that they were that cool then, um, but th- we thought they kind of sounded dated, and uh, yeah, they still sound a little bit dated, but that will tell you why they are in my collection. So let's spin back to the 70s, shall we? You're listening to the Dodger Jazz Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. 
David Clayton Thomas on vocals right there, yeah, with Blood, Sweat, and Tears, talking about Lucretia McEvil. She is an evil, evil, evil bitch. Yes, yes. Um, Before that, we heard the great Bill Chase with Get It On. (laughs) And then we started off, since, you know, this is, I guess, like the the trumpet set, uh, we started off with the great... Maynard Ferguson and one of his 70s classics, Gospel John. I think during the time that I came up through high school, every jazz band or stage band had an arrangement of Gospel John. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then of course that comes off his Columbia album, Chameleon. Uh, There's a lot of great arranging for the time, I'm actually going to say on that album. Um, but overall, it does sound a little bit cheesy. So, And that's what we're celebrating here on this episode of the Dodge Jazz Podcast. Guilty pleasure jazz, cheesy jazz, dated jazz, jazz that you'd never thought would be in Dodge Jazz's collection. But yet, there it lurks. <laughs> and every once in a while, it's good to dust off some of these uh, CDs and albums, share them with y'all, and just have a giggle about them. So... And that's kind of what they're there for, is to put a smile on my face, and hopefully I'm putting a smile on your face. So, uh, yeah. By the way, uh, you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes Podcast. Please share with your friends. If there's a chance that you like what you hear and you are interested in going out and finding those things uh, in your local record store or ordering them, uh, check us out on our website. That way you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. It is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D R J A double Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. You can also find us on Twitter at NDH Jazz to find out when we are dropping our new episodes of the Dr. Jazz Podcasts. We'd love to hear some feedback, uh, good or bad. If you'd like to share some of your guilty pleasure jazz, we'd love to hear that as well. Um, and who knows, if we have a you know, good rapport with this, then we may do a second volume of this because there's more where this came from, believe me. Uh, all right, so let's get to another set of music. We are going to get 
even smoother here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
You're probably asking yourself, what the hell by this point? <laughs> but I promise there's an explanation. I promise there's an explanation. Uh, so that last track we just heard was a tune called Circumstance uh, by the basketball star, the NBA, uh, former NBA player and bass, electric bass player, Wayman Tisdale. And it comes from his album, are you ready for this? I kid you not, Power Forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and the reason i have this is um once again that that radio station i used to listen to it was the, i'm telling you it, it, you have very slim pickings when it's the only jazz radio station when you're growing up and this is before internet by the way okay so it's not like i could just tune into wbgo anytime i wanted to you know that really wasn't a thing for, for my household. So it's amazing how far we've come. Now I'm doing podcasts about sharing jazz music. So there you go. Yay, technology. Um, but I remember many a night, many a summer night, uh, especially during the NBA finals, my brother and I would basically flip open the garage, we'd crank the radio, and we would just play basketball. And I kid you not. Th- that song would always, that, that's one of the ones that they would always play, you know, at, at in the evening time on those sets on WJAB when me and my bro was playing basketball out in the front yard, so on the driveway. So that and later miles and all sorts of stuff. So, but yeah, so I have a sentimental spot for Circumstance by Wayman Tisdale. See how that all tied up? It's all a basketball thing. Um, before that, we heard Minute by Minute by Larry Carlton, which was a tune made famous by Michael McDonald. And that's who the first track was. See how we're tying up all the loose ends? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kirk Whalem, great saxophone player, was the saxophone player on that track with Larry Carlton. And Larry Carlton... Uh, was the guy who took over the guitar chair in a group called Foreplay, who was led by Bob James. And that's who started off the set. It's a tune called Chant from their album Between the Sheets. Yes, as cheesy as that is. Um, It's Bob James, Lee Rittenauer, who was the first guitar player for that group, uh, Nathan East, and 
um, Harvey Mason. So you have an incredible amount of talent in this group, but the group was really cheesy. I mean, it's date music, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And that was some of the stuff that was on the radio, too, man. Just, you know, it's... Ah, uh, yeah. So that that's why it's in my collection. There's just these weird soft spots for absolute cheesy jazz. Um, yeah, and so that's we got some more liquid gold for you coming up on the next set. Uh, but it's in a different way. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the Dutch Jazz Podcast. <laughs> Meu coração Ai Me faz sofrer Faz que me mata E se não mata Fere to be Da paixão Sai Quando bem quer Traz uma praga E me afaga a pele Casa da paixão 
faca pele Crescei luar pra iluminar as trevas fundas da Meu corpo 
com você Viciei-me você
<laughs> All right. So I'm going to go other way, the other way in uh, describing these tracks. So we started off that set with a Brazilian artist named Javan, D-J-A-V-A-N. And Javan is playing the guitar and vocals, and he composed the tune that we heard called Samurai. And, of course, he's speaking in Portuguese. Uh, but what's really interesting to know about that track is that it was produced for Columbia, I believe, uh, by Quincy Jones. Yeah. So, interesting there. And the, the harmonica player that we heard soloing throughout and behind Javon's vocals was none other than the great Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that's Stevie. So, as cheesy as you may have thought it was, you probably love Quincy and you probably love Stevie Wonder. Because who doesn't love Quincy and who doesn't love Stevie Wonder, right? So, yeah, it was slick. It was so slick. It was just, you know, there you go. Just smooth. Um, after that, we heard a tune called Selah by Marcos Valle. And this guy is truly a staple on the whole Brazilian scene. So we had a Brazilian double twin spin, if you will, for you uh, at the beginning of the set. And Marcos Valle is a real mainstay among the bossa nova and uh, Brazilian music, you know, uh, canon because he's composed since the early 60s, you know, all the way through the, the 90s. And I believe he's still making some albums. So... Yeah, I mean, just, he's a legend, he's a legend, so, but that that tune is just so smooth, you know, and if you're not sure how to spell this or who these artists are, but you happen to like what you're hearing, it's all good, check out the website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com, uh, and then we close off the set with a tune called Roller Jubilee from the album Splendido Hotel by none other than Al Demiola. If you weren't sure who that was with all those effects and stuff and those cheesy melodies, you might have figured it out by the end when you heard the guitar going <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Al Demiola, the guitar ex- guitarist extraordinaire. So, there you have it. Um, okay, so we've got some interesting uh, music coming up in this next set. This is a trumpet set, so hold tight. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast, Guilty Pleasure Jazz Music.
Ah, yeah. The great Chuck Mangione with Feels So Good. I'm not going to lie, and I've I've even said it in other podcasts, you know, that I've done, that I am a Chuck Mangione fan. Uh, unabashedly, I am a Chuck Mangione fan. And um, I even had <laughs> my buddy, who is my boss at work, he found a Chuck Mangione poster, like promo kit, and it's it's like this huge poster, and he, he gave it to me. He gifted it to me, and um, Colin, I am forever grateful, buddy, because um, it's up. I'm looking at it right now. It is up on the wall in my jazz room with all my jazz posters and albums and CDs and paraphernalia, etc. Uh, love Chuck, <clears throat> and, the, and the Megalomart, too, so there you go. Um, before that, we heard Groovies by Rick Braun. And yeah, yeah, the, back in the day in high school, man, I was I was listening to Rick Braun because honestly, I didn't know any better. Um, but he's one of the few who actually improvises, you know, and because there's some, you know, quote unquote, contemporary guys that will just play their recorded solo verbatim whenever they perform live, and that's a cop-out. That's not improv. That's not jazz. So Rick Braun actually does, and that's cool. And wasn't it cool how that, that last note of groove is just fit perfectly to the the first note of feel so good? Certain things just work out. That's so cool. Um, and then we started off the set with just Tippin' In from the album Endlessly by the great Dizzy Gillespie. That's right. We started off that set with an album by Dizzy Gillespie. Or a song by Dizzy Gillespie. Um, It's very hard to believe that Dizzy Gillespie kind of recorded things like that, but he did. And the reason I add that and the reason that that's actually in my collection is not just for my overall love for Dizzy Gillespie, which I totally have, but... That was actually the very first track on that CD. And that CD was my very first Dizzy Gillespie CD. Now, I've learned a lot about Diz since then. But that was my first introduction to Dizzy Gillespie. And it was like from a bargain bin CD at like a Walmart or something like that. So that track was a very my very first exposure into Dizzy Gillespie. And I'm like, huh. Well, it's pretty smooth. Right? So, there you have it. Um, And it still holds a sentimental place in my heart because that was the first time I heard Diz. So, that I I knew who I was hearing. I probably had seen Dizzy Gillespie before on the Cosby Show or on Sesame Street, but that was the very first time I consciously knew that I was listening to Dizzy Gillespie. So, all right. We are continuing on. I think we got... Yeah, we got two more sets here coming at you of guilty pleasure music slash cheesy liquid gold, you know, jazz and just stuff you'd never think was in Dr. Jazz's music collection. And it is. So, um, yeah, we got some vocalists coming at you on this one. So uh, stay tuned. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz podcast.
much you done spent I swear she must believe it's all hell to say Hey boy, better bring the check around To the sad, sad truth, the dirty Lord down
Cassiopeia, the Japanese fusion band, with their song, I Love New York, from their album, Superflight. Not Superfly, that's Curtis Mayfield. Superflight. Um, yeah, Cassiopeia is, it, <laughs> it's truly a guilty pleasure, I'm not going to lie. Um, I do really enjoy some jazz fusion, you know, I'm a big fan of like, Chick Corea, the Mahavishnu Orchestra, Weather Report, and 
you start going down that rabbit hole and you find these bands like Cassiopeia and it's totally different and you're just like, huh, that's nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and so you wind up adding Cassiopeia to your jazz collection, you know. By the way, jazz is a very broad term for my collection. You know, it's, it encompasses everything from Dave Douglas to King Oliver, you know. So, there you have it. Uh, before that, we heard Lowdown by Boz Skaggs from his album Silk Degrees. And then Half of the Dan, Half of Steely Dan, Donald Fagan with The Nightfly from his album The Nightfly. So those are some guilty pleasures of mine. Hopefully they are yours too. Or in case they've become guilty pleasures for you, you can check out our website and know exactly what to get. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. You can also find the Dr. Jazz Podcast on iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. <clears throat> Feel free to leave uh, comments or anything like that. We always love feedback, so... Let's get to our last set of music. Thank you for listening. Here we go.
So, we started off that set with the great George Benson. That's right, George has done a lot of really straight-ahead and wonderful jazz cuts, albums. He's performed with the Count Basie Orchestra. He's a living legend. Um, He had one of the first real awesome supergroups, you know, for the organ jazz kind of sound with Dr. Lonnie Smith on the organ he was on the guitar he had ronnie cuber on the barry sax in that group and it was just a killer group and but he also made some really well done cheesy jazz 
talking about Breezin, talking about Gimme the Night, and of course the track that we just heard, Turn Your Love Around. I still have memories of going to Ona's Music Hall in Birmingham, Alabama, and dancing to that song being performed live. Ah, and there are some folks that still love that kind of George Benson music, but um, yeah, I do have a soft spot for George Benson because he's one of the cats who really can play, but even his cheesy jazz is at least tasteful in spots. So after that, we heard Slam by the great David Sanborn. Talk about another cat who can really play. David can bebop. Sanborn can bebop, okay? Um, but he made his mark and a lot of his money doing songs like Slam. And I remember songs like Slam being on that WJAB jazz radio station from back home. And um, yeah, man, Sanborn, he, he's still he's still kicking too. He's one of the classics, you know, so there you go. And you can listen to one note and know that that is David Sanborn without a shadow of a doubt. And then we heard Wine Light. Wine Light by the great Grover Washington Jr. <sighs> what do you say about Grover? I, I grew up with Grover's sound of his saxophone without even knowing it was Grover. You know, when he played the theme to the Cosby Show. I mean, my family watched the Cosby Show every Tuesday or Thursday night or whatever it was in the week. And every week we had dinner and we watched the Cosby Show. And um, being a kid who grew up through all of the 80s, you were just inundated with saxophone sounds, whether it was in pop radio or things like that. But Grover was always one of the ones I remember going, man, I like that version, <laughs> you know, because you would change the, the theme every season. And I love the saxophone version. And that was Grover. And then I found out later that Grover is the one that did all that kind of interlude music as the credits were coming in before they went to like the first scene in the living room or whatever. That little interlude music was Grover Washington Jr. a lot of the times as well. So I liked Grover before I knew Grover was Grover. So by the time I heard just the two of us and Wine Light, which we just heard, I was like, man, that, that's that same sound. So I have a very, very soft spot for Mr. Magic himself, Grover Washington Jr. And I love Grover. And I'm not going to hide that one. That's not a guilty pleasure. That is... I'm, I'm actually proud of Grover, of, of loving Grover's music. Uh, but then we ended the set with the great Q himself. That's right, Quincy Jones. We heard I know Corita. And I've told people this, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to share this with you. Q is quantum. And if you haven't seen the documentary on, Net, on Netflix, the biography on him, do yourself a favor and watch it, because it'll just justify everything I'm about to tell you because Q not only did the arrangement of Fly Me to the Moon for Sinatra, he was one of the arrangers for Basie, he was the trumpet player in Dizzy Gillespie's band, he's the one that produced Michael Jackson and had cats like Jimmy Smith, the great organ player, play behind Michael Jackson on the track Bad, um, he produced the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air he found a young, strong African-American woman and said, you know what, you need your own talk show, and that became Oprah Winfrey, I mean <laughs> Kendrick Lamar I mean, this dude is everywhere Quincy is quantum 
There'd be no thriller. There'd be no bad. There'd be no Fresh Prince, Oprah, Fly Me to the Moon by Sinatra. You know, his own big band was killer with Phil Woods and all them cats in there. So, and not to mention, he's got an, a, an awesome, funny daughter, Rashida Jones. Who doesn't love Rashida, right? So, and Perkins. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, Q, we love you, man. And I know Karita. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Q. It is cheesy, but... You can't help love it because it is at least tastefully done because it is the great Quincy Jones. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and sharing a couple hours with us here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Guilty pleasure, Jazz. And until next time, we do love you madly, but until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now because in jazz, we trust.